the Music Inventor Podcast, Episode 4. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Music Inventor Podcast. For today's episode, we have a little treat. For the first time ever, we will be doing an interview on the Music Inventor Podcast. Our interview participant is a good friend of mine who I have known for over half of my life, which isn't very long for some people, but for me, that's a long time. She is a fabulous violinist, she's a music major at Stetson University, and she was kind enough to have a chat with me over the phone for this episode of the Music Inventor Podcast. So here is my interview with Rebecca Nolasco. All right, I am on the phone here with Rebecca Nolasco. Hey there, how is it going, Rebecca? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing great. So, how many years have you been playing violin? Thirteen. I started when I was seven years old. Um, and how did you start playing violin? Um, my mom had a friend who was the owner of a music store, and he was always saying that every child should learn to play an instrument. So one day he convinced her to buy an instrument, and she bought a violin. And then somebody from church played violin, so he started giving me lessons. And your house has not been silent since. Okay, and <laughs> no. so who is your favorite composer? Um, my favorite composer is Bach. Great. I wouldn't say he's my favorite composer, but I think he's the best composer. I mean, like, well, yeah, that makes yes. any sense. His music, well, it's for solo violin, it's like super hard because everything has to be like really exact, perfect, and intonation is a big thing, especially with all the chords. So, but yeah, right now we're analyzing his fugues for theory class, and yeah, he was an absolute genius. Violin fugues? It's amazing. Um, no, just, we did like an organ one, and I guess it's piano fugues. Okay, I, that, was, minor, that was a minor. joke because you probably couldn't play an actual fugue on the violin or if you can no there's there is there's a d minor fugue for violin yeah um but how (laughs) with chords and double stops and stuff let me see wow i wish i knew more about stringed instruments it's really it's really hard It's, it's really pretty though i like it that's cool all right um so what prompted you to choose Stetson University? Um, several things. So I came here for their high school camp. Um, they call it String Institute. And so I got to meet the professors and just be here and see what the campus is like. Uh, I really like the campus because it's a smaller campus. I don't like being in a big university. Mm-hmm. And also I got some scholarship money to come here. So that helped. Well, that never hurts. Um, and what is your major? Music education. Great. And how did you choose to do music education? Um, because I like teaching and I like music, and they both go together. So can you tell us what a typical week looks like for a Stetson music major? There's a bunch of core classes that we have to take. So um, we have theory three times a week, um, oral training twice a week, and then piano. Everyone has to take two years of piano. My freshman year, we had it twice a week, and now I have it once a week. Um, and all of those classes are 15-minute classes, so they're shorter than, like, other lectures, but it's a lot of information, so I actually really like that way of doing it. Great. And um, for, like, symphony, 
Symphony rehearses three times a week, and the chamber orchestra rehearses twice a week. Is it a big so, symphony, like a lot of people? Um, I don't know how many people are in it. We have like 20 violins. I don't know how many violas or anything else. But yeah, it's like Because violin is the only regular. thing that matters. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's the only... People I know best, so, um, but yeah, it's like a full symphony: the percussion, brass, woodwinds, double bass, yeah, and strings. I mean, and the double bass is its own instrument group. <laughs> kind of strings, <laughs> woodwinds, brass, and double bass. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and something that people are like concerned about whenever they're gonna audition for a music school is what the audition process is like because you can read tons of articles and descriptions and reviews and things but it's always helpful to get as many ideas about it as as you can so can you give us a little um snippet of what your audition was like at stetson um my audition was actually more relaxed than i was expecting um, probably because I knew the professors from when I had met them when I came to the high school camp. Um, but I walked in and they, like, they talked to me for a little bit, probably to calm me down because they could tell I was really nervous. Um, and then I played a scale. I thought I was going to get a really hard scale, but they actually asked me to play G major. So that was good. And then I played a box solo piece. I don't remember which one right now. And I played the first movement of the Brook Concerto. And then they gave me something to sight read. So, yeah. Cool. Um, was the sight reading piece difficult? Um, it wasn't that hard. I think because they were impressed by it, and I'm not very good at sight reading, so okay, I, it must not have been like too too hard. Um, so yeah. So, what are your plans for after you finish your degree at Stetson? I would like to get my master's, um, but I have it like absolutely decided that yet and I'm not sure where Mm -hmm. to go for that so if I don't get it right away I'll probably start teaching um either in like a music school or in the public school system Stetson has like a really high employment rate for students right after they get right so um what would you get your master's in if you decided to do that probably performance okay yeah I don't know somebody told me that's like I don't remember how it went. Like, if you want to do performance for your master's, maybe you should do a performance for your bachelor's. But I'm trying to, like, practice enough to to still be kind of at the same level as mm-hmm. if I had done my performance and then maybe still do more recital time as, like, the performance majors. But also, that's another thing I really like about Stetson is in other universities, the education majors get less um, private lesson time. So education majors will get like 30 minutes but here you get the same amount of time as performance majors so i still have our lessons and i still go to studio and everything so great um so do you have any tips for people who are thinking about majoring in music yes so a lot of things that our teachers tell us sometimes we ignore them because we don't think they're as important or we think we'll do them later but things like practicing with a metronome um, practicing with drones Making sure you're focused when you practice, not just running through things um, for fun, which is good, but then also just making sure you go back and learn things correctly. And that's really important because then when you get here and you don't, like, you have stuff to prepare for, like, a certain day, it'll help you reduce 
your practice time so you can do more stuff in less time. Great. Because music majors never have time. Whoa, so. <laughs> I, I can't argue with that one. Um, oh, well, I never have time. I'm always really busy, so. Well, we appreciate you making the time to be on the podcast today, so thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you for having me. And one last question. How do you fix a broken brass instrument? A broken brass instrument? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> With a tuba glue. <laughs> all right. And now that I probably lost all of my audience because of that joke, uh, <laughs> thanks for talking today, Rebecca. Thank you for having me. And there you have it, folks, the first ever Music Inventor podcast interview. And again, thank you to Rebecca for being willing to come on the show and do that. I hope that you got some valuable insight and perspective on what it's like to be a music major and become a music major. If you're interested in listening to or reading more content, check out the blog at johnthemusicinventor.blogspot.com. And you can also look at the Instagram page at music underscore inventor. Thank you for listening and have a great day.